This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Christ Way Church Treasure House brings to you the word of God with power and simplicity. God bless you as you listen. transport us from one level of glory to another. Father, we give you thanks and worship this morning. And everybody said a loud amen. Put your hands together and celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Before you have your seats, we have our daddy. Before you have your seats, before you have your seats, before you have your seats, we have our daddy in the house. Can you celebrate our daddy in the house? Pastor Dr. Badigashi. The way you are celebrating that day is not, is not, is not, is not, is not. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Daddy, thank you. It's an honor. And we also have our pastor in the house. Glory to God. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. We are having in the house. Amen. Thank you, sir. In a short while, I'm going to leave here. So I'm not going to take time this morning so that we can celebrate our pastor. Are you excited about that? Come on, talk to me. Are you excited about that? Give the Lord a shout of praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Please have your seat in God's presence. Amen. I personally welcome mommies and daddies in the house also. Thank you, sirs, for coming. It's a privilege to have you. Oh, thank you, sirs. Hallelujah. Sister Tolu, I'm excited to see you. Thank you. Glory to Jesus. Don't, don't feel somehow that um, some people are not in the church today. I was told that some people needed to go to Elisha. I don't know how far and how truth that has happened. And um, maybe exams are over when we traveled. But it's okay. Amen. I said amen. amen. Glory to God. We're in the month of June. Glory to God. Are you excited to run this race again? Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Right. Last month, we dwelt extensively on the topic, the God of prosperity. And we saw in details what that entailed, how God has inexhaustible riches in him, which we can access for time. Glory to God. No child of God should dwell in poverty not one day. If you have not enjoyed the riches in Christ, it's because you have not understood it. Or you understood it and did not make use of the lessons and teachings and revelation that came to you. Hallelujah. Don't worry the little that you, you picked, if you pick some of the things that were taught by the great, and, uh, great men and women of God that came to teach us, those little things, you begin to put them to practice. One after the other, then you start taking those steps line upon line, precept upon precept, brick upon brick, block upon block. Glory to God. I said glory to God. And I'm expecting that by December, your life has completely transformed. Glory to God. Somebody say a louder amen to that. I said say a louder amen to that. That the God of prosperity will minister to you personally. Divine revelations will be communicated to your heart. That which you should do will be made known unto you. Somebody shout hallelujah. That is not shouting hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Glory to God. This month, we are taking another journey. And um, coincidentally, I think I doubled into it last week when I spoke briefly for about um, 10 minutes thereabouts. And I was talking about Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 16 down to 17, 18, 19. So I think I doubled into it and probably was led by the Spirit to double into that. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Let's go straight into it because I have a few minutes. Can we start with um, Genesis chapter 6 and verse 9? Genesis chapter 6 and verse 9. The, the, the theme before us this month is the believer's walk. Hallelujah. What is expected of the believer in Christ Jesus now that you give your life to Christ? Now that Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10 have taken place in your life, if you, conf- if you believe with your heart the Lord Jesus and you confess with your mouth that God has raised him from death, he said, thou shall be saved. Now that you are saved, what is expected of you? What are you supposed to do? Glory to God. It's amazing that he's at this point. I've already jumped. Don't worry. Maybe I can just go back to the scripture. Okay. Okay, let me just go back to the scripture. 
So these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Perfect. Well, you may be looking at character, but we know that is not um, the, the, the height of this perfection. Do you understand what we're talking about? Otherwise, the issue with the children would not arise. Glory to God. But you see, he said, Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. Glory to God. We will enter that shortly, maybe today or next week. He said, and Noah walked with God. Go to Genesis chapter 5 also. Genesis chapter 5 and verse 22 to 24. Genesis chapter 5 verse 22 to 24. Glory to God. Okay, said, and Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah, 300 years, and begat sons and daughters, verse 23, we are going to 24. And all the days of Enoch were 365 years, so he walked with the Lord for 65 years because he started walking with God. There's a day, there's a day that we start walking with God. You see, it does not necessarily mean that when you give your life to Christ, you started walking with God. It's a conscious effort that you have to make when it comes to walking with God. There are people that are born again for 20 years and they have never walked with God. They have not gone to the school of the spirits. There is no revelation that is teaching them part-time on what to do. Glory to Jesus. So it's after maybe 20 years, for some people 15 years, for some people 10 years, that they start their work with Christ. And then some people, they start and abandon. Look at it. This guy, until he was 300 years old, he never started working with Christ. And he was very consistent. For 65 years, and the Lord said, come on, let's go. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Tap somebody beside you and ask them, have you started your work with Christ? Come on, look at them in the face and ask the question, have you started, have you begun your journey in the, in the spirit? Have you, have you, you are in the school of the spirit. The same way we go to primary school, we go to secondary school, it's exactly the same way that we go to the school of the spirit. And our first teacher is the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. He said, you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. First John chapter 2, verse 20. Amen. There is an unction, there is an anointing. GB, GNB, Good News Translation says, the Holy One, the Holy Spirit teaches you. And the same thing you have in verse 27. That is anointing that abides in you, teaches you. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Let me take one more scripture before we progress this morning. Can we go to Ephesians chapter 2? And verse 11 to 13. Ephesians chapter 2. So you have been born into the, the family of God. You are a partaker of his divine nature. But you need to understand how things run. The same way when you have a prince, they begin to school that prince on how to behave as a king. It's not automatic. It, 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 the nature is in you. It's inherent in you, but you've got to be taught. You've got to be taught how to exercise your faith, how to run, perform, how to do things in Christ. You've got to be taught how to function in services. You've got to be taught how to relate with the brethren. You've got to be taught. This morning we're taught how to walk in love. And then we've got to see that the opposite of love is not hate but pride. Because love is given to the other and pride is self-centered. You may never know that until you are taught. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2. Are we there? <clears throat> Wherefore, remember, ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who were called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh. Don't think it's, it's the language of KJV that makes that look a little difficult. There's simplicity there. What he's simply saying is that the Jews, the Jews are the ones called circumcision. Do you understand? They are the ones that are called the Gentiles who are not Jewish by nature. They call them outsiders. So that's what he's talking about. So because if you read down to verse 14, verse 15, which we don't have time to enter this morning, you will see that that brick, that wall has been, has been destroyed and then the thing has been made. Both the circumcised and the circumcised have been made together in Christ. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So you remember that one time you were like that. At that time, yes, go on, go on, go on, go on. At that time, you were without Messiah, excluded from the citizenship of Israel and foreigners to the covenant of the promise with no hope and without God in the world. He said we were hopeless. When we were in the world, the people of the world, he said they are hopeless and they, were, they are without God. Imagine living your life without God. So that was the state they were in. Jump to verse 18 because of time. 
Jump to verse 18. What is in verse 18? Everybody read. Everybody read. One to go. Read it again. One to go. For through him, we both have what? I've told you all the both are both circumcised and they're circumcised. It's still the same narrative. It follows that same textual understanding that he has been providing from the beginning. So both means circumcised and they're circumcised. So both of us have the same access by the same spirit. Glory to God. So the entire thing was wrought by the Holy Ghost. It was through him that we understood that Christ died, the, the, the death, the burial, the resurrection, the ascension, and the sitting down by the hand of, right hand of God. Everything was wrought by the Holy Ghost. He said, if our gospel be hidden, it is hidden from them that are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded their eyes, that the light of the glory of the gospel may not shine upon their hearts. But the one who has made us to, this, to understand this thing is the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And then when he made you understand and you accepted Christ, he was one that also engrafted us in, in the body of Christ. Glory to God. If you read Romans chapter 11, starting from verse 17, you see that we have been brought in, engrafted, baptized into the body of Christ. Glory to God. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Somebody lift your two hands and just give him thanks for the Holy Ghost. Just give him thanks. Glory to God. Say, Holy Spirit, the time kill. Thank you for these mighty things that you are doing in me. Amen. In Jesus' name, we are giving thanks. I said, in Jesus' name, we are giving thanks. No, so now that you are a child of God, now that the Spirit bears witness with your spirit that you are the child of God, there is this work that you must embark on. There is this journey for you in Christ that you must take very seriously. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. What does it mean to walk with God? Because it appears that I've skipped that. I didn't skip it. I took you through that journey so that I can arrive at this juncture. What does it mean to, to walk with God? And it's very simple. I have about um, seven things put down in the manual, but I've decided to simplify it and give you just one basic thing that I think encapsulates everything that it entails. What does it mean to walk with God? Write it down if you have your book here or on your notepad. What does it mean to work with God? Very simple. It means to receive God's revelation, instructions, directions, and work by them. It means to receive God's instructions, God's revelations, God's direction, and that is the, I could tell you, to work with God is, means to be God's friend. To work with God means to be in close relationship with God. To work with God means I could give you all of that. But if you just check what I just gave you, it is encapsulated in it. It means receiving God's revelation. It means receiving God's instructions. It means receiving God's direction and walking by there. If we are in the light as he is in the light. Glory to God. If you walk in the light as he is in the light. Amen. I said amen. So what happens is that part time, God begins to give you instructions and you are following those instructions. That, that is the basis of working with God. So when we add that Enoch walked with God, what it meant is part time God was giving him what, you see, go back to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16. That was why that scripture I told you last week is very key. The next thing after you are born again and you understand faith and love, the next thing is to pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him so that you know exactly what to do. Your destiny will be unfolded in the walk with Christ. You don't walk with God, you don't enter that thing that God has prepared for you. Please, your destiny is not automatic. He said the gift and the calling of God are without repentance, but you may not enter it. You may not enter it. It's not going away, but it's just there. Or you just leave it for another 20 years. You leave it for another 15 years. You don't enter into it. Glory to God. The, the intention of God for the children of Israel was what? That they get to the Canaan land. Did they get there? It was their children. The intention of God for Eli was that his lineage, his lineage would be the priesthood. But did they get there? The intention of God for Saul was that it would be kingship will rest upon the shoulders of Saul, not David. There was a transfer because somebody helped. Somebody missed it. Amen. Maybe there are things right now that you'll be doing in the kingdom that you're not doing. God has transferred to somebody else. Because you will not listen. You will not walk in, in, in faith with him. You will not follow the revelation. You will not listen to instructions. 
Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Tap somebody and say, walk with God. You did not tap the person. You just said, it's instructions. <laughs> tap somebody and tell them, walk with God. Tap the person and say, walk with God. Hallelujah. So that is your training. You know, sometimes God tells you to lay hands on a cripple. He knows that that cripple will not get up. But he tells you to lay hands on the person anyway. You know what we do? We shy away. But it is in you following that instruction that your faith is being built. I tell you, I, I, I went to minister somewhere, I think before the coronavirus. It was um, a loaded chapter. They were doing a three-day um, crusade. And they said, I should come. I said, small me, what can I say? They said, come. So I, I went. The first day we had the prayer, great time. Second day, great time. Third day was the nice one that I personally allowed me to feel like that. Was very great. The entire place just erupted, scattered, people were on the floor. All the neighbors that have been looking at us day one, day two, you know. <laughs> there were neighbors around the, as we were praying first, they were doing their whoever was doing you know, people that were how do you say it in English? People that were picking um, vegetables, everybody was doing that thing day one. But day three, they all started coming because the entire place had changed. And there was a woman. That was crippled. Do you see? That was there. And because your place had changed, and I was listening to instructions, they all said, Go and meet the woman and lay hands on her. She said, You see, I, the woman did not get up. There was vibration. The woman told me she felt the power, but clearly I need to go back and learn more. Do you understand what I'm saying? But that incident never left me. If I had not obeyed, what I learned, I, when I now start doing it more, people will not remember the time I did that. When God begins, it's like he says, use your faith to get 10,000. and then, Because the instructions that come have deviated now from the... And I don't know why I needed to deviate, but I believe it's for somebody here that needs to start receiving those revelations and start working by them and not feel like their faith is not working. He knew that it was not going to work before he told you to do it. When he told Moses that this is, he knew the first thing that happened was for him to mess up. He said, there is room for you to grow. It's called growth in Christ. And then he makes grace available to cover that error. Hallelujah. So what you should have learned five years ago, you are learning 20 years after. Because you have gone into the things of the world, you are just minding those things of this world, forgotten your destiny in Christ. I tell you, that's what believers do. They just say, now that I'm born again, let miracles start happening, and the Lord will make miracles to happen when you first give your life to Christ. Then after that, you see that, hey, <laughs> the, 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 the regiment has now started. The training itself, has now commenced. When you start now exercising your faith, like I used my faith for 10,000 and it didn't come. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, you are believing God and somebody still duped you 500,000. Ah, with all my spiritual discernment, what is going on? No, it's a training because very soon when you are controlling 10 million, your spiritual discernment has now been honed by that time. Nobody can dupe you that time. You've learned the lessons. Glory to God. I said glory to God. How do people enter into five-fold ministry? How? If you check, you see, most people enter by service in church. Some start as ushers. Some start as Bible study teachers. Some st I started as assistant prayer coordinator. You don't jump. There, there is a protocol. There is a training that you undergo. Now, I'm going to talk about the aspect of faith, but I'm not focusing on that today. I'm just talking about your training generally when you are in Christ. It's not time to sit with your phone and be gisting and be chatting. You are, you are wasting time. You are wasting. It's like that student that leaves, he, he defers his admission. He's coming back to take the same course. There's no, you, there's no, you will carry it. Yeah, you will come back and do it. Like if he wants to train you on love and he brings people that are very annoying around you. You know, that's not a mistake. He brings very, have you seen annoying people before? And, ah, 
But it's a training. You are in a school of you are in the school of love. That the love of God has been shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Oh yeah, exercise it. That's the school you are in at that time. When he wants to train you on prosperity, he says, everything you have, we are give. To show you that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And he says, everything on you, we are give. Now, believe me for money. I've been there for one year. We are believe me for money every day for 12 months. So when you are now in a situation later on, you remember that the Lord has shut the mouth of lion, the Lord has shut the mouth of the bear. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? I'm going to cut off your head today because there was a reference. There was a training that had gone on in the wilderness. That's the work of the believer's work. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A simple thing has come to church. You know, some people even come to church. The time that the real thing, we had the prayer session here, how many Saturdays ago? Two Saturdays back now, yesterday and day. It was the time that things, do you understand that some people went away? You will see that we'll be having a service, the time that God, because they are not, you are not, you are not here that the Holy Spirit says sit down. Another spirit tells you, oh, the, revelation part time. In fact, we may be in the church as I'm talking now. God says, you lift up your two hands. Why will I lift up my two hands? I'm going to look funny. We don't listen. Sometimes he says, lie on the floor. When we are worshiping God and dancing and dancing, he speaks to you and says, lie on the, on the, lie flat on the floor. Say, why? This thing is dirty now. I know it's tight, but some of these clothes will be dirty here. Do you see? And that is working with God. That is working with, is testing you, is gauging you, and many times we just fail. Glory to Jesus. I said, Glory to Jesus. I, I would love to take you, okay, my time is up now. I'd love to take you to Romans chapter 12 and verse 6, but um, let's not do Romans chapter 12, verse 6 today. Um, let's, let's, let's shelve that for another time. Okay, um, let's do um, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 14. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 14. I need to round off now. Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14. Why you should grow? Because it's, it's like a spiritual journey. It's like your personal journey with the Lord. You can be 82 and never have walked with God. I tell you, and you are in the church. And that People will be on the bed. God will say, go to church. They will not listen. Then he wants God to tell him who to marry. is deceiving who? You, he tells you, oh yeah, go and give that brother, you have three belts, give him one. Say, ah, I need different colors of belts. Father, if I give him more, I need more. Well, he's telling you to go and give. You're not listening. How many things have we missed in our work with God? Uh, there's a way you can leave your calling and then start flowing in the natural things and then start flowing and then you are successful. You assume that because you are successful, God is with you or God is happy with you. People mistake success for acceptance by God. And then they mistake failure for rejection by God. Whether success or rejection, neither defines what God is doing in you per time. He said the kingdom of God does not come by observation. It's not what you see literally. Henceforth, no me no man after the flesh. Glory to Jesus. The first one I quoted, you can find it in Luke chapter 17, verse 20. Second one I quoted, you can find it in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16. Glory to God. I said, Glory to God. Now, Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14. What's there? I'm going to round off with this because this is very key. Very key. Everybody read one to go. The spirit of a man will do what? Remember that spirit has been subjected to the school of the Holy Spirit. Now it's not just the Holy Spirit because it's set in the church certain people to teach you, to equip the believers. Like the pastors, the evangelists, the prophets, and these guys are in the church. So while the preacher is teaching you, there is the confirmation on your inside. The spirit of the Lord bears witness on your inside that what the man is saying is correct. Hallelujah. 
So the spirit of a man that has been subjected to the school of training is the one that will bear him in the day of infirmity. Why should you be on the bed and nothing is in your spirit to lift you up? You know, really, when a challenge comes to you and there is no word coming to you, there is a problem. You, you, you get out and then there is a problem and then you check your spirit, man, there is no, there's no sword of the spirit, no rema. You are empty. <laughs> and that's how Christians are. You know what I'm saying? Pray, pray, let us pray, let us pray. You lift your two hands. Because there's nothing inside. The time that you should have groomed yourself and pruned yourself, you were doing something else. The spirit of a man that has been trained, subjected to that regiment, will bear him. When there's a challenge of what is going on in my life, money is not coming, what will make you steadfast and steady in the Lord? Everybody has achieved this. I have not achieved this. What is going to make you steady in the Lord? The spirit that has been subjected to training. So the mark of real training is endurance. You have patience. You have perseverance. It's a strong spirit that you'll be strengthened with might by spirit in your inner mind. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands and give him thanks. Lift up your hands and give him thanks. So some of you, your journey begins proper today. Some of you were on the journey before, but you veered away into the world. You went to pursue the things of the world. Now you're, you are dusting your papers, your, your admission letter. You are dusting your admission letter now. And you're saying, Lord, okay, let us start all over. I'm ready for this school now. I'm ready. I'm ready to proceed now. I lift those two hands and just communicate with the Holy Ghost. You have, you, have, you have followed after money. Say money, 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 money. Now your journey is now okay. Lord, okay. I have I have a calling. I have a calling. Now let us take that seriously. Now I understand that this is what counts in the law. I understand that this is what matters in the kingdom. At the end of the day, nothing that we do physically, nothing that is in our family, nothing that we achieve on heart will matter. It is our work with faith. It is our work in Christ. It is our work with God that counts. And he not work with God. And it was not for the Lord to give. Lord, we are taking the believers' work seriously. From today, our prayer life is undergoing a change. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. They call Stephanie. mighty name we have prayed for in Jesus mighty name we have prayed if you've been blessed by that word I would like you to jam those hands together wherever you are seated hallelujah hallelujah we can have a seat in God's presence for those of us standing today is a very special service in Treasure House Church if you are excited and you know what I'm talking about I would like you to show more excitement by rejoicing hallelujah hallelujah today is very special so special in fact i'm just feeling all you know we want to celebrate our own pastor and his family hallelujah so i'd like the whole church to rise first while we appreciate this man of god hallelujah and his dear wife ah pastor please sit sir mommy pastor please sit ma hallelujah why did you stop clapping? So we are going to be appreciating God on their lives. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can have our seats. We have come to celebrate it today, sir. <laughs> and Ma. So quickly, I would just like to say a few things before I call people to come forward. Our dear pastor, sir, and Ma, we thank you for answering God's call 
for preaching the undiluted of the undiluted word of God to us, for loving God, for carefully planting the seed of truth in our hearts, for those long nights we'll never see, for leading us to the only way, for caring and loving us, for praying for us, for marriages you helped to save, for being there, for all the sacrifices made, for doing your best. Today we tribute, today we honor, today we regard, today we bless, today we say thank you, sir. Thank you, ma. I would like the whole church to echo. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma. I didn't hear the echo. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma. Hallelujah. So quickly, I would like to call some persons to come and testify to the goodness of God over their ministry, how their ministry blessed you when they were with us. I would like us to jam our hands together as I call on Mr. Tommy Orioke as he comes forward. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, as I always call him, my brother and my friend. My brother and my friend. Uh, I'm not sure anybody here knows Pastor Akitara as much as I do. Our relationship dates back almost 30 years. About 30 years. Uh, Pastor Akitaro is a good man. He's a good man. If you do business, he's a good man and he loves God. He's a man of prayer. Uh, if you, for those of you doing business, maybe entrepreneurship and all that, you know how hard it is. A lot of times I see people post on their status, students, entrepreneurs that sell t-shirts and shoes, you know, basic entrepreneurship. They both, this entrepreneurship thing is too hard. I know they do it again, you know. I see that all the time. It, it tells you how difficult it is to be an entrepreneur. It is hard. Pastor Akitaro was doing his entrepreneurship at a top level in a very difficult and rugged uh, sector, the agri sector. I know someone that did not have a life because he had chickens. My uncle when we were growing up. His children, everybody called him Baba Ladige because he took his life. But there's something uh, I appreciate so much about Pastor Angitaro. In the midst of this difficult entrepreneurship journey, in the midst of this very difficult trying to grow a business, in the midst of this difficult trying to survive, trying to this, trying to that. He ran the church properly. Please clap for him. <laughs> there were times he came to Bible study and you see him at the back dozing off. There are times he comes to the church from the farm. <laughs> Not that. There were several times he came to the church from the farm. He was working hard to build a good life. And at the same time, he was working hard to build the church. Please clap for him. His style of pastoring was different. Now, when my wife told me I was going to talk about him, I wanted to prepare a speech, but there was no need preparing a speech. I just need to speak from my heart. Pastor Akitaro's style of pastoring is totally different. We were his family. Ah, bro, Ejamawa George. <laughs> bro, bro, you know, that's the way it goes around. Ah, sister, where, where, what? You know, his style is a please clap for him. 
he is he is a pastor he is a pastor he is a pastor uh i sat down there and i thought about it i said it is it is accurate if i call pastor Kitaro the father of modern treasure house it is accurate now why did i say that he started the building projects that would be his legacy so for as long as there's treasure house for as long as we are in a church then his name will never be forgotten The Couples Forum, the Couples Forum is a very, very important, for you young people, you might not understand. The Couples Forum has kept our marriages together. The Couples Forum has kept our marriage interesting. You know, for those in the Couples Forum, you see the way we open up to each other. No, no secrets. We talk to each other. We owe that to Pastor Akitaro. Please let me clap for him. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people, I realize that a lot of people here don't know Pastor Akitaro because he's been gone for long. But I tell you today, everything we are doing today, we are building on what the foundation he has laid. <laughs> Pastor Akitaro, we are grateful on behalf of myself because personally, was it two weeks ago, I was in a fix. And just like Every other time, I call Pastor Akitaro. I don't know if you get my point. He's someone that I call for counsel, for advice. Once in a while, he just bumps into my place of work. He says he came to chill with me. He's a pastor. Please clap for him again. Uh, I can go on and on and on and on. He's a man of prayer. He prays a lot. And then let me tell you something. I don't know, maybe you know this about him. He reads a lot. He knows too much. He's, he knows too much. Ori <laughs> He knows. He knows a lot. He knows a lot. Yeah. You know, in ministry, in business, I have not. I've done business. I've done business with people. People that you look up there and you say, "Oh, they are big people." Mm-mm. They don't know as much as it does. I was telling my wife, I said, after the project we are doing, I will go and sit down with Pastor Akitaro to teach me some certain things that I know can revolutionize our business. Please let me clap for him again. Uh, on behalf of myself and my family, on behalf of the uh, Treasure Couples Forum, on behalf of everybody in the church, we say thank you for giving to the Lord. I pray that God will bless you. God will lift you up. You know, uh, I'm not saying this because for the purpose of this. A lot of times when I see you coming to the church, I see you beyond this. I see you going places. I see greatness. I see greatness in ministry. I see greatness in business. I see greatness in policy making in this country. So we are talking about financial greatness, we are talking about political greatness, we are talking about spiritual greatness. I pray God will increase you and comfort you on every side. And for your wife, she revolutionized the children's church. I don't know if you get my point. So when I say that they are the father of the modern treasure house, I know what I'm saying. They changed the game. God bless you. I pray God will continue to lift you up. You're in good support. I pray God will continue to bless you. God will bless your home. God will bless your children. God will bless your work. God will bless your efforts. And God will keep you in good health and in sound mind. And you continue to win souls for God. You continue to do exploits. You continue to touch lives. In Jesus' name. Thank you very much. Can we celebrate God? That was an excellent one, you know. Comprehensive and lovely. Quickly, I'll, okay, before we proceed, I would like anybody in the auditorium, I know some of us might not know Pastor, but for the ones, for the people that know him, you would just signify before I call out the names that are here, signify wherever you are. Okay, thank you, Ma. 
Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma. Oh, let me call. Can we appreciate these ones as they rise to their feet and come forward? Please, one minute each, because we still have a lot of things to do. Can we celebrate God? Okay. Amen. All right, uh, Pastor Lamide Damilola Kitaro. I remember vividly I met him in 2006, Campus Resource, PGO. I remember that night vividly with Tosin uh, Adeniro, Abayo Miojo, and Kola uh, Michaels. Yeah, I remember that night. And this brother was terrorizing me. That, ah, bro, am I joining? Why, you know? Campus resource, I only do the nice thing. Just Bible study. Don't call me for, I go to Lisha for church. But he was the only one that was persistent. I can tell you that. Aside him and uh, Sister Esther, Pastor Sam's wife, Sister Esther Adewoyin, they are the two people that know where I lived on campus. No other person. You know, I love him for one thing. He's a focused person. I have my reservations about some other aspects. But yesterday, I was sharing with married people about business. You know, I went to his house sometimes in 2011. And I saw him burying beds. He got feet, the level. Remember those beds that you were keeping at home? And they all died. Ah! I got back home, I dreamt about them. It was so terrible. But another time, I think it was it their house at the new site that fell. Sincerely, I don't know. I would have given up on that business. But this man is a very focused man. And like I shared with you yesterday, for anybody that wants to survive in this generation that we have, you must have that dogged spirit. He's a dogged person. You know, when he left Treasure House, he was still with Treasure House. I don't feel that he's no longer in Treasure House. Because he's always there, here and there. So may the Lord continue to bless you. He will continue to bless you. And like I said on your wedding, I was the MC at your wedding. This world is looking for men like you. I didn't tell you about the way we used to share books. Pastor Dami, do you still read? Those days, he would share books. We give him book. He would give me one. I look at no. Next week again, ah, motivation. And I was like, excuse me, I'm not really interested in all this motivational. I'm interested in philosophical books. But I really thank you for being there. The Lord will continue to bless you and bless yours. Everywhere you go, you will always see the hand of God. Remain blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you, sir. Praise the Lord. I really celebrate God that I met you and your wife. I, I met them here in Treasure House. I. I've known Pastor Akitari for a while, but we're not close. Then they transferred them to Treasure House. I was there at the wedding. Okay, we at, were in a committee for youth retreat. Hallelujah. And, and you've been wonderful, the two of them. Pastor Akitari does not look down on anybody. If you have a suggestion, he's, he's open to receive it. His wife is wonderful. Like we were talking about them yesterday when I got back, and they said they were doing the same first ceremony for them today. I said, no, I, have, I was hoping that I would have an opportunity to talk. Pastor Akitario and the wife, they want the best for you. They're always asking you, Alpha. Like, there's a way it's Yoruba sound, and it's, it's, it's always so funny. We are blessed that we met you. Your children were wonderful. You led those right. Pastor Akitario wants to pray with you about everything. He wants to know how far with this. There's some people that don't bother. Even after I went to Abuja, pastor would see message me. There was a time I was offline. Pastor said, it's been a while I saw you. And I said, okay, this was what happened. And he said one or two things. And we've always, we've always been in touch with each other. We, we celebrate you and your wife, Ma. Thank you, Ma, for the opportunity. Like, there are people when you go to marry them, when they come, everybody's just behaving. But anyone says, so, so, so. When we went, when, when she got back, our arms were opened, and we all loved, we fell in love with her. The children, they're wonderful. Like, the children are pleasant. Let's not just talk about pastor and the wife. <laughs> when, when we come to church, you know, past, we can take care of pastor's wife, children. They are so wonderful. We pray that, that the ministry in your hands, the Lord will establish it in the name of Jesus. You're going to places, and we believe that you shall be mighty in our generation. The Lord bless you, Sama. Can we appreciate her? Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus.
Um, I'll just point out some few things about Pastor and his wife. Pastor happens to be a respecter of persons. He respects people a lot. Like sometimes he always like almost going down to prostrate. I've seen him like with elders and he's very, very respectful. Then secondly, he's a giver. He gives a lot. He gives a lot. Then his wife, she's, she's she happens to be my senior colleague and she's amazing i can say it and there's no way she will not see your status update and she'll just say something and even if it's emoji or sticker or something she'll comment and ask how you are fair and all that i can really say that they are a wonderful set of humans and they have been amazing let's just put it that way praise the lord hallelujah okay quickly i'd also like to call on mrs elu today as she comes forward okay mrs ishola mrs elu today quickly went to do something can we appreciate her Praise God. Praise God. I will first of all talk about my pastor, Akintaru. Very hardworking and prayerful. And about our wife, she's so beautiful and nice. So when when they left here, I thought that was the end of uh, everything between us. But when they left, I, before they left, I saw something in them. One day I called my pastor that, Daddy, why do you pick all the children and go from one um, church member to another? You're supposed to take the children to, uh, to then you come back anywhere you want to go with your wife. Daddy said, that's how our daddy Gio brought us up. And I want them to learn too. You see, for, they will pick the children from school and they will go from one member to another Sometimes seven thirty, six thirty, they will still go round up and down. So when they left too, his wife. When I was giving birth two months, just two months ago, his wife came to. He would, she would come to my house almost every weekend. Before I give birth, she would buy. She would bought fruits, many things. Sometimes she would cook. She would come and give me. She would say, ah, I know that you are the only one. Stay at home. You have not going house. It's when you take your baby to church that you. Will go to uh, church and you go out that I know that you are will be holy, lonely in the house. So that's why I came to visit you. She will pick the children in the school, came to my house and they will let baby by six thirty seven. I'm the one that will tell her that please come and go because of the children since morning. So she's so kind and the Lord will be with you in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. I quickly want to give my own before Pastor come and say his own. You know anytime I see Pastor Pastor what comes to my mind it says one Yoruba. I don't know the complete um, adage. But once I hear that first part, I know what he's talking about. Tobama Joshaka ko Joshaka. I don't know the complete part. It means if you want to be with the Lord, be with the Lord. You cannot afford to sit on the fence. Anytime I see him, that thing keeps ringing in my head every now and then. Pastor was so concerned about your spiritual development. He didn't want you to sit on the fence. You have to be with us. You, have to, you, can't, be, you can't be warm. You have to be hot. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Then the wife, the wife is such a lovely, lovely, lovely woman. You know, I remember when I was pregnant with my baby, baby, you know, she came to the house one day. She just said she wants to take care of me today. She cooked very wonderful of father rice and then, you know, played with us, made us feel warm. I remember when we were waiting on the Lord for our baby, these people took it personal. They called us. We had vigils together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, I will never forget that um, scene or that scenario. They are a very wonderful set of people. Their kids are lovely. If you've seen um, Iano, related with Iano and Ebu, you will know that Mom Pastor is doing a very wonderful job. Very respectful children. They have stuff. They are not just as young as they are. When you move close to them, you know that they have stuff. Have you seen um, Iano? You are praying before. You know that she has stuff. Hallelujah. So celebrate with me this morning as I bring up Pastor to come and say one or two things. Pastor. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I feel like crying this morning. But, uh, I, 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 I don't cry. I don't cry. Please, can you project Galatians chapter 6? Okay, let's use First Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. 
Galatians 6, you also do justice to it, but I think let's use 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. Let the elders that rule well be accounted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the world and doctrine. Praise the Lord. I, I wanted to start this way because the last time we celebrated Mommy in the House, I was informed that some people took it personally, that are we celebrating people? Are we doing show? It's not a show. It's understanding the people that God has placed over us and doing it. This is scriptural. Everybody read it again. Why don't you go? Everybody, everybody, I, not just people here, everybody wants to go. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. Praise the Lord. So please don't, don't think in your heart, what are they doing? Is it part of the service? You are supposed to be hearing the word. You are celebrating human beings. Stop, stop all of that. Why are you behaving like that? Tap somebody and say, why are you, why are you thinking like that? What, what is the matter with you? What is the matter with you? You didn't tap, tap somebody and, and ask a question. What, what is the matter with you? I had that yesterday, so and I knew we are going to celebrate our pastor today. So I said I'm going to say this. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Like my wife has said. One thing that stands out, I remember that first year when we were waiting on the Lord. Pastor came to our house and said, we are going to pray new. We are going to pray. <laughs> Praise the Lord. We came to church. Three days we prayed. Can, can you imagine that? With his wife and children. Please put your hands together. It's, it's, called, it's called the heart of a pastor. Hey, don't rush me. Let me do it very well. Don't rush me. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. At that time also, there's this that I'm, I don't think many of you are aware of. I probably was going to give up on church because I had severe issues where I came from, certain administrative challenges. I tell you, I said, how can we be very serious and zealous with the minister and the, what is, what is all this? And then I came to church house. I said, I'm going to sit down. You remember? <laughs> and I'm going to sit down in the congregation. I'm not going to say anything. When they say lift your two hands, I lift my two hands. When they say sit down, I'll sit down. I will never, he, he, I, I can't go into that. But pastor was the one. You see, a pastor's heart is very powerful. Glory to God. It, it's an anointing that draws you out like everybody has spoken already this morning. When you are thinking you are not going to serve the Lord, that spirit draws you. Glory to Jesus. Please put your hands together and celebrate. I don't know how I left that place where you are sitting down and found myself <laughs> sitting in front and then find myself standing here right now. It's not behind pastor's impact and impute. Please appreciate the Lord. There is this massive giving. You are probably also not aware. Should I say it? Okay, I'm not permitted to say that. I tell you, great and wonderful things have been done by pastor. If I don't say any other things that I'm standing here, it's because of pastor. I tell you, a pastor's art, a pastor's art. It's like teaching anointing, pastoral anointing, evangelistic anointing. It's, it's a type of art that has influenced me personally. So anything that is going on now, we can attribute it very easily. To pastors and people. Please celebrate the man of God. So then we celebrate you, sir. Thanks a million. When pastor was when pastor was gonna leave, pastor took me to Chapel of Grace. He not only handed over the documents, there were prayers, there were admonishments, advice, words of wisdom. Do you know what word of wisdom? Word of wisdom, instructions, things to do to not going by trial and error. Things that it's like you're sitting on the shoulders of a giant who had gone ahead of you and just fast track your move in the spirit. So if you think we are moving fast, I tell you, there is a giant behind the scene that is pulling the blocks. Glory to Jesus. Thank you, sir. It's an honor. I celebrate you. Pastor continues to come for our programs. Are you aware? Are you aware? 
till last week Sunday that we held um, couples for us. I'm very sure mommy was there. It's, it's as though they never left. It's amazing how some people live and live. And it's amazing how some people live and they never live. Look at. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we appreciate God for those testimonies? So this morning as a church, please, I would like the unit heads to get ready their gifts because we are still going to be doing our Thanksgiving. As a church, we would like to present a token to pastor and his family. I would like to invite some of our pastors to come forward and present as we present these gifts to him. Please, can we bring the um, gift forward quickly? can still hold on with their own gifts why would you do the one for the church sorry please can we appreciate pastor and his family as they come forward can we appreciate him all right on behalf of Treasure House. No, let me pass on top. Alright. On behalf of Treasure House, please just a token. We still have more to give you. We still have more to celebrate. But please accept this as a token of love from us to you and to your family. May the Lord continue to bless you and bless all that is yours in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. This morning, Pastor did not come alone. I'm sure in his new church, he is also doing great and mighty things in their midst already. So I'd like us to appreciate our mommies and daddies that have come with our pastor this morning. Please, can you signify wherever you are, mommies and daddies? We love you. We celebrate you this morning. Thank you for coming. So quickly, I would like the pastor and his family to move to the back of the church. While people that came with him can also join him. Well wishers in the house, please join Pastor as we celebrate God this morning. Hallelujah. Choir, please can we have you quickly? Hallelujah. Is on our feet. Sorry. I'm sorry. Please, unit heads, please come with your gifts. While you are dancing forward, once you get to the front, kindly drop your gifts here. Can you see where my hand is? Just drop all your gifts here. The Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Let's be on our feet.
Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Please, we can occupy the space here. I'm going to invite Pastor. I'm, I'm sure Pastor has a word to say before I invite Daddy to pray with them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to say a very big uh, thank you to the church. Ekuleo. Yeah, thank you for the for the for this very grand reception. Honestly, personally, I I when I in in this kind of situation, I I'm like, well, it has to be done. I don't know of those things they said, but I just have to do what I needed to do by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And uh, I know that we did what God said we should do. We might not have done enough. We might not have wished that we do better. But I know that the little time we spent here, God has blessed it. I want to appreciate the pastor who has been my friend. has been my friend for many, many years and the brother. I remember, sorry to keep you waiting, I remember some years, I think 2007, I took, I took three or four of us to the mountain. I don't know, I like mountains then. I said, let's go and spend eight to nine hours. Myself and his brother and some of our covenant friends. This family is, a, is like a family to me, it's not a church. Most of us grew up together, bro, okay. We used to scale the friends together. When we were, were little kids like this, and we gave our lives to Christ, and I used to remind him that these are things we used to say 20 years ago when we were young kids. And Mommy Yuki was our children's teacher those times, you know, <laughs> and some of them. So a lot of them, a lot of us grew up together, and fellowship with each other was more of family. And I want to say that this is the future of this ministry. Amen. Amen. And, and, and thank God that this legacy is growing. A lot of faces I don't know, and that shows growth and expansion in the church. I want to say a big thank you to you. For the young people, let me say that you can't try enough. Keep striving. Like Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Lai said, you don't have any excuse to give up. You don't have any excuse to give up. And you don't die trying. You will always get better doing it. Don't ever give up. In any of your chosen endeavor, don't ever give up. In marriage, in ministry, in career, in business, don't ever give up. And make God the number one. Serve God diligently. And we are going to be celebrating ourselves in Jesus' name. I want to appreciate our people, our, my, my parents, my, my, I mean, my, our church members that came from LLA. Please help me celebrate them. Uh, mommy Kamala Fair, Dick Nodek, only Dick in Daddy and Mommy okay. And uh, yes, I think the first time we used are around, maybe they are not. They came together with us today to witness this beautiful day. And if there's anyone I had, maybe by the course of my being too zealous, I'd offended. Please, I'm, I say I'm sorry. I might be too zealous. Yes, I might be, I might be too push. I learned not to push people a lot again. No, when you grow, I push people a lot. I, I, I want to do it the way I did it. I can work myself out. I can work myself out. I know that. So I push people a lot. You cannot be lazy beside me. So a lot of young people, a lot of people have said, hey, mentor me, mentor me. When they spend one or two weeks, they run away. You know, yes, because I can, you are going to work a long hours. I mean long hours. You know, so if I've done that to you, please, I'm sorry. It's just to bring out the best in our lives so that we could be testimonies. Thank you very much once again. Pastor, the church, ah, Daddy Badigashin, those are people that fathered us from childhood, myself and my wife. You know, they were people that brought us up from, from childhood. Once a very big thank you to you, sirs. Once a big thank you to you. Pleasant faces, this is the future of, the, of Christway ministry. It's the future of Christway ministries. Pastor Pojo Imadi said something last week. He said, our fathers, they left us with prayer and fasting. We should not leave the generation with lights and branding and packaging. You know, our fathers left to us fasting often. He said, or oh, fastings often. 
of fasting fasting often let that let let it be a challenge that you how many more can you fast three days without you know let that be can you pray long hours that should be it is not just the fats are good but let the fats be with substance thank you once again the lord bless you in jesus name we love you on behalf of myself and my wife we want to say and my children we want to say a very big thank you to you the lord bless you in jesus name we love you thank you so so much we love you we believe that you have been blessed by that powerful word of god worship with us at christ way church treasure house teme peme quarters ikoi eleife you can also fellowship with us every monday why we seek the face of the lord in prayer join us as well every tuesday for our weekly bible study where we experience the beauty in the word of god for testimonies questions or counseling Call 0913-710-5352. You can also follow us on Instagram and join our live stream services at underscore treasure church. Twitter at underscore treasure house. God bless you.